You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. If you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. As always, I am one of your hosts, Paul, and with me today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? Woo! That's how I'm doing. <laughs> and how about you? Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just ducky today. Woo! Howard and, the duck. And we have Rob. Hey. <laughs> You can fix that in post. Hey, everybody! It's good to good to hear you. Thanks for tuning in. I'm I'm Rob, and I'm in apparently rare form, and I'm consistently annoying Paul with the recording levels. And by the way, I think you got upgraded because he didn't say unofficial <gasps> official. Oh my god! Did I just get a promotion? <laughs> you guys were talking too much. I couldn't get any words in. <laughs> So we are here tonight, and we are going to be doing a little bit of discussion on Marvel Phase 4 and beyond. Basically, where we think the MCU is headed. We just finished our first uh, batch of MCU-based shows with uh, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. And we are moving very quickly into what-if territory, followed by the next set of releases. We also had Black Widow, but it really did not move too much forward, except for the last post-credit scene. Yep. Yep. So... We are going to do a little bit of speculating, a little bit of trailer discussion, a little bit of what we want to see, what we don't want to see. Rob brought notes. Ronnie learned how to write, and I brought nothing to the table, and that's why I'm hosting. So that that is everybody's that's his, rule. That's his punishment for the week. No, my punishment is having you guys at my house on a Friday night. Yeah. My wife is out. Producer Melanie is out doing whatever. Well, no. I'm here with you guys. and <laughs> She's so smart. Yeah, she's the smart one. Well, Rob's been sitting here drinking uh, some sort of adult it's beverage. A, no, it's a soda, right? It's a, just a soda. <laughs> just some pop, guys. And Ronnie is apparently a drinking teenage girl seltzer. drinking, <laughs> drinking, drinking seltzers. I have nothing. Uh, I'm just trying to be healthy. I'm just trying to be healthy. <laughs> just trying to lose five pounds, guys. <laughs> I want to have that. Uh, I want to go from uh, Thor in Endgame to Thor in uh, Thor, Love and Fun- <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder. Have you seen some behind the scene photos? He is yoked in that. I've seen yeah. the Jane. I've seen Natalie Portman behind the scene photos. Yeah, she looks great too. Yeah, yeah. yeah good for her. She's got guns. Guns for days, and she went to Harvard. So, uh, <laughs> we are going to start off as per usual with uh, a little bit of news. Beep, 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 beep. That's the 1960s. News roll. News roll. Oh, I thought it was R2-D2 <laughs> having a stroke. <laughs> oh, a stroke. I thought right. it was something so, else. So, in news this week, we have a couple of items. First of all, since you mentioned it, Black Widow, in its second weekend, fell to number two behind Space Jam 2. Oh, God, that movie was so bad. <laughs> What's it? I didn't see uh, it. I did not see it. I no. will refuse T- to see it. Timmy watched it twice, and he, he said it was it was all right. But, um, I can't support According to the numbers, Black Widow only brought in $26.2 million in its second uh, domestic weekend, whereas Space Jam brought in $31.6 million. Um, so now uh, that is a 67% decline One for Black Widow. One of the biggest Widow. drops in That is yeah. huge. Um, now, some of that could be... You know, attributed to the pandemic uh, and theater-going audiences. Some of it could be attributed to Disney audiences on Disney Plus. Well, theater theaters are blaming Disney Plus. A okay. lot of movie theaters are are really upset with the fact that you can just watch these from right. home. But it 
you know, it's it's not like it was when the pandemic first started when really, even if you had a movie at a theater, you were only getting, like, what did we go see that there was only, like, five of us there? Was it Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, yeah. Yeah, Wonder Woman, there was, yeah. like, five of us, like, totally. And that was yeah. the first one that came out yeah, on that was HBO one of the, Max. So, and then, um, obviously, Justice League came out, but that was purely HBO yeah. Max. Uh, Mortal Kombat came out just, around the same time. Just Godzilla vs. Kong. Just as a point of comparison, uh, the last Marvel movie that was released in theaters was Spider-Man Far From Home, which had only a 51% decline in its second weekend. So 67 is is steep. Um, now, if you listen to our previous episode about Black Widow, uh, you might notice that we were all kind of meh about the movie, that, yeah. that we were not that thrilled with it. We thought it was... Uh, very mediocre Marvel, mm-hmm. um, that there were some good intentions behind it, but that it was a lot of just... No, it didn't, Nonsense? Yeah, it didn't push anything forward. There were some really ridiculous twists to it, yeah. uh, and it, and it didn't really last in our brains very much past seeing it. So that might attribute it. Much like Space Jam, decline. it's 10 years too late. Oh, really? Space Jam, the, the, not to get off topic too much, <laughs> but they, they do involve superheroes in Space Jam, which was actually relatively funny. You don't have to justify it. Go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> they do a lot. Like They have a scene where the granny is Trinity in The Matrix, 10, 15 years ago, that might have been That's culturally relevant. is the yeah. Matrix game. <laughs> like, that might have been a little bit more relevant 15 years ago, 10 yeah. years ago mm-hmm. even, you could push. But, like, really? the Matrix? Like, yeah. what, who's your audience at this point? So, yeah. like, it, it's, it was... Well, that's the thing, though. The audience was us, but they didn't make it for us. Like, I, I saw a bunch of... Like, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen, like, articles and people like, oh, a bunch of, like, 30-year-olds are, like, upset with the movie. Don't they realize that the movie's for kids? And it's like, no, it's actually made for those 30, 30, 40-year-olds that I would say most kids don't know who Bugs Bunny is. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. But I would also argue, like, you get a movie like Toy Story 3, which was made for kids and adults. Like, the adults who watched that movie were like... I remember being, like, in that theater, I think with Sean, and we were like... However old we were, and we're like, oh my yeah, god! Pixar's very good at at Pixar's getting. Found, they they found found a wide net over yeah. the age groups. They're yep. good with that. A good net too, not like you yeah. know. Unfortunately, this felt like Space Jam felt like Ready Player One ish, okay. where they were like, we have access to all these franchises, let's use them. Oof. Like, which I, I'm a fan of Ready Player One. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but that's not the thing to do. It's here. not not for this. All right. So next on my list, I have uh, Black Panther. Uh, cast Michaela Cole uh, in their movie. Now, you might know her from her HBO show, I Will Destroy You. Um, I've seen, I don't know, I'm getting a lot of blank stares in this studio <laughs> right now. Um, it's. It, I've seen a couple episodes of it. It is, it's a devastating, difficult, tragic comedy kind of piece of... Uh, which is about uh, a woman who is coming to the realizations that she was abused, but she's she's also a comedian, and it, it's it's a difficult piece to watch. She's up for several Emmys though for the show, um, and sh- that she was just uh, put into Black Panther is very exciting for those of you who are fans of I Will Destroy You uh, because that's going to be a big thing. Um, Marvel found its Blade director Basim Tariq. Say that three times fast. <laughs> uh, I could not tell you a single thing. Well, no, I could tell you a single thing about Basim Tariq. Uh, he's got a uh, film coming out um, that was already been out for a bit uh, in other countries, but it's coming out here starring um, 
what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, damn it. Someone else talk while I, because my mind just blanked out. Well, there's a lot of casting news. So while Rob's looking that up, uh, another bit of casting news that literally breaking today, Michael B. Oh, Jordan yes. has announced that he is going to be doing a Superman project for HBO Max based on Valzad. I am very excited about it because Valzad is the Superman of Earth 2. Um, he was modeled after Barack Obama, and he's just a, a different take on the character. And for me, I'd rather they they take characters that are of certain ethnicities and 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 celebrate those characters. Like it, there's been multiple different iterations of Superman, Batman. That's the cool thing about having a multiverse. So to have Michael B. Jordan, who I really enjoy, uh, be in it, and not only that, but also playing a version of Superman that. I think he would do fantastic mm, with. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that. I, I got, okay. It's Basim Tariq. Uh, his film is called Mogul Mowgli, and it stars Riz Ahmed, um, which we all know him from Venom on this show. Uh, we know him from, uh, you might know him from um, uh, Sound of Metal. Uh, Rob, and- what are your thoughts on Venom really quick? I posted an essay about that. Um, I think his article said he loved it. And yeah, you should check the misfitfashion.com. For, this uh, movie, yes, for my for my review of how Venom is a truly terrible movie. Um, Basim Tariq uh, looks like he's going to bring some uh, some great talent to the table with Blade uh, and, and a good eye as well. Uh, it looks like another person that they pulled from sort of, you know, independent film obscurity. Um, now, here's something I'd, I'd throw at you guys. I, I wanted to see what you think about this. Um, I was listening to another review of Black Widow on YouTube, and they were talking about how that director probably only like there's a big disparity in Black Widow between the action scenes and the smaller quieter scenes because they probably got that director to direct those small quieter moments but then they got second unit directors to do all the action I wouldn't be surprised yeah. so do you think that's is that a problem you think in, in yes yeah um, I think I think in that movie yes yes but <clears throat> I, I think if you have the right minds it, it, it could work because I'm, I'm just thinking about like the Eternals coming out because Chloe Zhao is not an action director um, and I'm wondering, you know, she probably did a lot of the smaller moments. So I'm curious to see how I, I, I to see how well the movie comes together as a whole between those action and quieter. The moments. problem with Black Widow was the action scenes do not mix like the the level of the action scenes do do not mix well with the rest of the movie. Yeah, and that might be two different directors. And that mm-hmm. that's the issue. Like Black Widow, I think we said it in our, in both of our reviews for both this podcast and Cinematic Adventures, Black Widow would have benefited more from a much more personal and smaller story. Yeah. Um with smaller action set pieces, very similar mm-hmm. to like Captain America the Winter Soldier has some of the best fight scenes in the MCU and they're very small. Yeah, they're, that they're elevator not like big, scene. the elevator scene, um, him fighting Bucky for the first time on the on street. On the street. That's one of my favorite action sequences. It's yeah. great. Like we could have had that, but like they tried to make Black Widow more of a superhero and yeah. at the same time like make a James fun, Bond kind of superhero. Like make yeah. fun of it too. Yeah. You you can't have your cake and eat it too in, yeah. in that case. You can't make you can't be like, I bet Thor doesn't need to take an ibuprofen after this uh. and then have her parachute out of like 
a falling. St- there was one yeah. scene where she fell out of a building and hit something really hard. Oh my hard, god, it's rough! Yeah. Like twenty feet down, and then lands on the ground, and she just gets up and walks it off. And I'm like, yeah. they did an. She's honest. dead. She's dead. Yeah, <laughs> they did uh, their honest trailer. Screen Junkies did an honest trailer, and they I think they counted all the times she should have died. Oh my god, it's like fourteen yeah. or something oh, ridiculous. Um, and then my last bit of news is that Disney Plus has confirmed that Hawkeye and Ms. Marvel will be released in 2021. It is official mm-hmm. that they will be coming out. So I, I have estimated as to when... I like. I, I sat down uh, the other day and I looked at everything that's on the slate and I kind of figured out how everything would be uh, released and in what order. So I... I anticipate those will probably be coming out towards the end of the year. Well, de- well, what if is going to go towards the middle to end of September? So I'm thinking that Ms. Marvel would be beginning of October and Hawkeye could be like Thanksgiving ish. Yeah. Well, since Rob only looked at the Marvel side, I'll talk a little DC news besides Michael B. Jordan being cast as uh, Valzad or working on his Valzad program uh, project. We also have uh, the voice cast for the Injustice movies coming out. Now, for those of you guys who don't know Injustice, Injustice was a video game series. Basically, what happens when Superman goes too far, mm-hmm. which is a great, always been a, a great concept, a great question. And it was a video game that was, got turned into a comic. Which is supposedly I, fantastic. I've read it. Yeah. It is fantastic. I was shocked because it was, you know, it's. I, I thought it would be derivative of a video game. I'm like, whatever. It was really engrossing. I couldn't put it down. Yeah, I've heard very good things D- about I, it. I will say DC has the better comics. Oh, DC, I definitely agree. And the thing about it, right now we're in this renaissance of, of superheroes going down too far like with mm. the boys um invincible's another one where mm-hmm. what happens when these superheroes like nobody holds them accountable even even marvel's been playing around with it but less so i mean i'm sure we'll see with uh the ramifications of loki right. and wandavision but uh so the injustice movie is going it's gonna be an animated movie or um animated ser- no animated movie yeah we have a uh, former smallville star justin hartley if you guys watch uh this is us season that um, he was uh, Green Arrow on yeah. Smallville for years mm-hmm. and really did a good job. Uh, we have Anson Mount from Star Trek New Worlds and The Inhumans. He's going to voice Batman. And Laura Bailey is going to play Lois Lane and another character named Rama Kushna. Uh, a couple of other lesser names. We have Edwin Hodge playing Mr. Terrific and Killer Croc. Derek Phillips will play Nightwing and Aquaman. Kevin Pollock is voicing the Joker and Jonathan Kent. Reed Scott is Green Arrow Victor- and Victor Zaz. And Zach... Callison as Damian Wayne and Jimmy Olsen stacked cast really wow. good um, and then the last bit of casting news we have Leslie Grace officially cast as Barbara Gordon in the new oh, Batgirl yes. uh, yes. movie I am super excited for Batgirl I did not see In the Heights yet but I heard she was fantastic in it um, I'm excited uh, we have a lot of different iterations of Barbara Gordon coming yeah. to the big screen and she's a character that really grew into her own um, after the killing joke so I, I'm psyched and but. hopefully, and and I will make a prediction for news that at some point next week, um, we are going to see the release of a Spider-Man trailer. I have nothing to justify this other than I think it had to come out after the last episode of Loki. And I thought it was going to come out this week, but then I didn't realize that Comic-Con is happening this week. Mm-hmm. And Marvel and DC stay have now stayed Far away from Comic-Con because mm-hmm. they do their own thing. They've got the yeah. uh, D23 for uh 
for Marvel. And what's what's the DC one? Superhero called? Dome. Dome. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. the Hero Dome. Um, so they've got their own thing. Um, but I'm thinking once Comic Con is over this week, I think we're going to see a Spider-Man trailer next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Momoa has also been spotted on. Uh, he just started filming Aquaman. Uh, the Rock just wrapped up on uh, Black, Black Adam. Adam. So we're gonna, we're going to see a fair amount yeah. of Marvel and DC. Uh, which after such a dry spell, oh, like yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll basically coming. take anything. Yep. But uh, today, except Wonder Woman 1984. Except Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I I will still say there are parts of that movie that are really good. Yeah, like when oh. it was over. Yeah, like when it was over. No, I still love when she uh, gets her powers back and she flies for the first time. I know it doesn't make any sense continuity wise, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's just such a, it's such a great scene for me. But uh, so that's going to wrap us up on news and our intro. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to basically listen to Rob's essay (laughs) about the Marvel Cinematic Universe phase four and forward. But first, a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Ray's Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. All right, we are back, and we are here to talk about Marvel Phase 4 and Beyond, Beyond. and <laughs> What If, and, and Far Beyond. From Home, and No Way Home, and Miss Marvel, and Marvels, and Blade, and and all the above, and Swiss Army Knife. I don't know. We'll see where it goes, because basically, I came with no research whatsoever, besides trusty Wikipedia. Ronnie has a little bit of a haiku, it looks like, over there. And Rob yep. prepared a thesis to graduate from uh, college with. So. Again. Again. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Nerd. Alert. Nerd alert. I knew what kind of episode this was going to be when at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night, <laughs> I get a text message in our group chat with Rob going, I created this document <laughs> that kind of gives an idea of what we should do on Friday. And were you surprised that it had something to do with... Marvel. If it was about DC, I would have written it in crayon. I would have he wouldn't have even written anything. I would have a lot to say if it was about DC. <laughs> I like how whenever we talk about DC, Rob always says, these are the ways I would fix DC. <laughs> it's never these are the things I like about I DC. I actually have things on this list of uh, how to fix Marvel stuff. Not just make Iron Man variations? <laughs> this one's Tiny Iron Man, and this one's Magic Iron Man, and this is Space Iron Man. Iron Man's not my And favorite. Giant Iron Man. And Giant Iron Man. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> Iron Man goes both ways. <laughs> Dasa? No, okay. So, Rob, kick us off. Where are we starting this, this journey tonight? Oh, I, I, I'm supposed to contribute? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, so, just read the notes that I wrote for you. <laughs> Here's what I did, what I, I had to figure out first, is what do I know for sure? Like Nothing. what? 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 What are the things that I know aren't going to happen in this next phase positively? Uh, so what I did was I went and I found all of the release dates for the films, mm-hmm. the order in which they're being released, and then I found all of the television shows, and there, there's a lot of them. 
And I, I was able to map it out all the way through like July of 2023. So about two years. Um, and, and it's, and it starts off with the what if series. Cause the what if series, uh, Marvel has already announced that it is going to be canon and it is going to affect mm-hmm. things that happen in the Marvel universe, which that makes sense considering that we now have, multiple timelines so we've got just just to run through the list really quick um and also like the television shows they didn't give dates but it said you know around this i this time period so what i figured was that we're probably going for the next two years going to ping pong between film television film television and back and forth and back and forth um so for the next for this year we're going to start off with what if then it goes to Shang-Chi, then Ms. Marvel, then the Eternals, and then Hawkeye, and then Spider-Man No Way Home. So uh, I think some of these will depend upon one another. Some of them won't. So here are the things I know for sure, having watched WandaVision, Loki, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So what, what, well, let me ask you guys. What do we know for sure from those that, that is definitely going to be happening? That Mephisto was not the bad guy. Okay, Mephisto is not in there. <laughs> I've never seen more speculation. Yeah, that one was Fisto being a bad guy. It was the first show we didn't know. No, they were still talking about it by the time Loki rolled around. I know, I know. Things that we know for sure. We know that Shang-Chi is going to be taking place. It seems to be after the blip and everybody's come back. What if we know for sure is based on the watchers watching Mm -hmm. aspects of the universe. So Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say that what if is a direct result of Loki and the way that season one ended. Um. I'm not sure what they're going to do with Miss Marvel because in continuity, Miss Marvel is an Inhuman, mm-hmm. and they kind of removed Inhumans and Agents of Shield from their continuity. Thank God. Agents of Shield, not so much because they they did do right. some good stuff with it. Uh, Inhumans is just horrific. It is really bad. Like I, I watched all the episodes. It is dreadful. It is it is rough to watch. Um, internals, I think, is going to be the internals. A, internals, excuse me. <laughs> Internally, same difference. Yeah. Uh, Eternals. Eternals. It's, <laughs> that, that's a movie that needs to be made. Yeah. It's funny because there is. in the trailer, they specifically Inside say, out. we've watched until yeah. now. And okay. it's only mm-hmm. after Loki's come out that we kind of can start to piece together that the reason the Eternals are, are taking action is because of the, the disastrous effects of Loki season yeah. one. Okay. And then Spider-Man, or Hawkeye. Hawkeye's going to be yeah. uh, watching Black Widow. We kind of have an idea of where yeah. Hawkeye is going to start right. off with, or at least be kind of going. Okay. Um, and then Spider-Man: No Way Home. We nothing. Don't, there's we nothing. Know, but nothing. We know. We know one thing. How did Spider-Man: um, Far From Home end? With his identity getting okay. Revealed. Yeah. So we know that Peter Parker is outed, and that we're going to deal with the fallout of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we know from Wandavision? Uh, that now Wanda is almost as powerful, if not more powerful, than the Sorcerer Supreme. Because and she of is what? Because of the Grim, uh, the Darkhold. Very good. Darkhold. Okay, so we know that Wanda is studying the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. She's and also hearing the voices of her children because yes. supposedly Loki season one ends when Wanda Vision ends. So they're they're yeah, very sense. similar. So the running theory is that the reason she can hear her kids is that now there's a timeline where they exist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we know about Vision? He's white. Right, we have a white Vision, have a white vision. that yeah. exists. Now, we don't know if that, that might play no part. We have well, no phys- idea. Philosophically, he is now just Vision because yeah, the, the, right. boat, the boat thing where uh, Vision hits him with the, the 
existential question about the oh, boat. Yeah. And he's like, well, then I have to be Vision because I am made from Vision, right. and so therefore I am Vision. Yeah. And then he gives him all the Vision memories. Do we? So we have two Visions, right? No. No. I forgot what happened. The other Vision went bye-bye. When Wanda put everything okay. back to normal. Yeah, we have a white Vision. All right, so what do we ha- what do we know from Captain and the Winter... Uh, uh, Winter Soldier and and you got this, man. Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. And the, Winter the Falcon Soldier. and the Winter Soldier. What, we what know we that have? they are making a Captain America four movie. Okay, yep. so which means that Sam is Captain, Captain America. America. Okay, we ha- we have U.S. agent. We have a U.S. agent, yep. John Walker, and we have Bucky taking on still the mantle of the Winter Soldier, okay. but just making it his own. And we yes. also know that Valentina Allegra de Fontaine yes. is. Let's just say Madam Hydra. Madam, Madam Hydra. Hydra. She, she is putting together some sort of a team. Yep, and we know John Walker, and we know that Yelena Yelena. are going to be on that team. Yes, well, Yelena's apparently already on the team because like they make it seem like they have some sort of working relationship. Okay, Um, we know that. Oh, we also from Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know how big a role this is going to play. Sharon Carter is the power broker. Mm -hmm. Um, Past all that, oh, we know that multiple Kangs are coming. We also know that mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home has cast former Spider-Man mm-hmm. villains. Yes. There's yes. rampant speculation about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield making some sort of appearance or whether there, it's cameo. There are strong rumors, and, and almost the rumors are almost always true, but we don't want to There's assume. There's also strong yes. rumors of... I know we're kind of getting into rumor territory, but with Charlie Cox reprising his role be awesome. mm-hmm. as Matt Murdock. Um, and we also know that Loki season two is happening at some point. Yes. Now, I, I don't have this on this list because I don't know when it's going to happen, um, which means that the TVA's influence is still on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the TVA is still in, in effect. Yes. Yes. So they could play a factor in the multiverse of madness, which we're going to get into when we get to 2022. Yeah. Yes. Wait, I got it. Uh, so I think we're March on, 25th, 2022. Because we're still on uh, we're still this year. Right. Yes. Yes. Correct. So there could they could incorporate them into the multiverse of madness, whether or not Doctor Strange is even aware of them, because mm-hmm. um, they they seem to be more of a technology base. Because Kang is going to return for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because and there are rumors that the TVA actually is in the quantum realm. That's where mm-hmm. it's located. Yeah. Um, that that's more speculation that's not been uh, confirmed and so as far as i could figure out that is all that we know for sure with phase four this year yeah yeah well even for next year then it gets very sketchy like here's the 2022 films moon knight the television show doctor strange in the multiverse of madness uh which the only thing i think we know from that is it's been rumored that wanda's gonna be wanda in that. will wanda be will no be it's in. been confirmed oh, it's been confirmed. confirmed okay she will be yeah there's uh, rumors that loki's gonna be in it okay that this ver- the variant loki we have She-Hulk after that, I mm-hmm. think. Which they're just doing some casting. They yeah. have not yeah. really made a lot um, of headway. I know. Tatiana Maslany is, is yes. in that, and I cannot wait because I love her. Yeah. Um, Thor Love and Thunder, which the only thing we know about that is that Thor is in shape. There's a female uh, Thor with Natalie Portman. Yep. So we, we also I, know that Mjolnir's going to come back, okay. yep. whether it's current continuity Mjolnir like they make a new one or right alternate universes alternate. now yep it could even be Natalie it could be a Thor from he's another he's got that other Stormbreaker storm Windbreaker or whatever it is no that's a jacket yeah oh, Stormbreaker okay. you're talking about Breaking but, Wind yeah <laughs> this could be Natalie Portman could actually be playing a Thor from a different timeline that's true. A different, yeah. like we, we have to be so we don't know and we know that from what Waki, uh, uh, Taika Watiti said that it's going to be Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yes. 
Um, then we've got Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Which where we, we know little to nothing. We know, yeah. I think, two people, like the one I just mentioned, uh, um, uh, what's her name, Michaela um, uh, Cole, mm-hmm. and uh, there's another... Mbaku's coming yeah, back. Yeah, Mbaku, mm-hmm. and that's about it that we know. Yeah. Um, then we've got Secret Invasion, which we know nothing other than what we've read in the comics, but I'm that doesn't still, tell I'm anything. still on the fence about Secret Invasion, just because they went so far with Captain Marvel to... Yeah. Get away from the scrolls yeah. being the bad guys. Then after that, we have the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Um, so Secret... Now, I wasn't sure when Secret Invade... There's a gap between... Because Black Panther Wakanda Forever comes out on July 8th, and then the Marvels comes out November 11th. So I figured Secret Invasion probably comes out in the middle, in the middle. of that. Yeah. Uh, um, the Marvels, we know there's a kid Marvel, I think. Miss Marvel. Yeah. Miss, well, Miss no, Miss no, no. I think there's a, even a, another kid uh, I know Marvel. Photon's going to be in it okay. from uh, Maria Rambo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh sure. no! Now I, I was just reading something the other day that said she might not. I, that, that I they're not sure now. I would not be. Su- I'd be yeah, very be surprised. surprised if they did. I mean, this is worth a quick Google while you guys talk. Worth a Google. Worth the Googles. Miss Marvel and then the Marvels. Yeah, and then like after that, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, <laughs> which I cannot wait. What that, before that we have. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, no, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is February 17th, 2023. Yeah, and then of the, oh, sorry, I was looking at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, then we've got yeah holiday special. Then after that is 2023, and I'll just go through this really quick. We have Ironheart, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Armor Wars, the television show, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, an untitled Wakanda series um, for television, and the Fantastic Four Possibly, mm-hmm. there's also Blade possibly in there. We don't know. So, yeah. and and I I think we can all agree that with those films, we know nothing except with Ant Man and the Wasp. We know that Jonathan Majors is in there as yes. Kang the Conqueror. For the Marvels, it is it's confirmed. Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. Right. Tayona Paris as Monica Rambeau. Okay. And Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan. Okay. Slash Ms. Oh, Marvel. that's Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my point being is that we know very little of. Of anything. These movies in 2022 and 2023. We know, <laughs> you know, from the three television shows and we know, you know, even like Black Widow didn't really give us anything other than Yelena being yeah. recruited by Madame Hydra. Did you mention Fantastic Four? Yes, I he did. I mentioned that okay. it's possibly coming out like that. There's, you know, whether or not they, they cast Jeff Bezos in that or not. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, or, or Emily Blunt, whatever. So what do we know? That's about it. Yeah. We don't, we don't know too much. That's the problem. So a lot of it is just all speculation. Yeah. What do we think, fans think, is going to happen in the future? Right. And we know there's a really broken timeline. So yes. speaking of which, now this just came out this week. I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently mm-hmm. one of the characters in Black Widow was, or one of the actors was playing the first mutant in the MCU. Yeah. So one of the characters played Ursa Major. Who okay. is a, he was a mutant in uh, the comics. He's able Big to turn Dipper. to... Yes. Down. Actually, well, that's not the first mutant because they didn't call her a mutant because technically Quicksilver's the first mutant. Not in the, this continuity, no. Okay. Quicksilver and Wanda were both uh, enhanced. Enhanced. But um, so supposedly he's one of the guys who... Uh, there's a throwaway line spoken by David Harbour about it mm. in the one-hour mark where apparently this guy was plays Ursa Major who is a, a mutant in okay. so huh. we have we have that to contend with too when are they going to introduce mutants and when are they going to start with the X-Men so yeah. we got a lot of stuff yeah, on the plate yeah there's plates. a lot of unknowns 
And there's there's to to quote a, a, a quote from uh, the government: there are known unknowns and there are unknown unknowns. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> so now Kevin Feige this week came out and he said that uh, the multiverse rules will be. Are, they are explicit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he has talked to his writers and he said, these are the rules you are to stick by when you're writing your films and making them. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know what they are yet, but I... My, so my next section now is what do I expect from this phase? Yes. Um, and I expect that we will see what these rules are at some point. Um, and we'll probably see them in the same way that we saw the time travel rules in Endgame. You remember when they went through, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, no, it's not, it's like Back yeah. to the Future 2 and everything. So I, I think we might get an explanation like that. What movie do you think we'll get that in? Probably Doctor Strange? <sighs> yeah. Look it up. would have to be. Um, and really, there's no other movies that are going to be dealing with it. No. Like, no Possibly other Possibly the, well, no. No. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, well, Doctor Strange is supposedly going to yeah. be in it. Yeah. So if we don't see it in Spider-Man, we'll definitely see it in Doctor Strange. So for me, with the multiverse, I don't need to see giant leaps all at all at once. Like I don't need to see, like Spider-Verse was good in, at gradually introducing Spider-Men mm-hmm. or Spider-People. I want to see a little bit like that. Like as cool as it was to see all the things branching at the right. end of Loki, like we don't need to don't 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 throw it all at once yeah just just well that's actually one of my expectations in here is that i feel like we're going to have an empire strikes back structure where you've got this storyline going on over here and this storyline going on over here and they don't really cross very much Mm -hmm. um that you've got multiple groups and pairings going off and doing their own thing you know like like an as guardians of the galaxy kind of thing and them doing their own thing and it doesn't have anything to do with like spider-man and doctor strange so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw multiple timelines that don't cross each other. I'm fine with, but if, like I, the, the the thing that really upsets me about looking at this this list is we have no Avengers. Like I I miss having the Avengers. Like they talked about it in in the last Spider-Man movie. Like what happened to the Avengers? Are they still a thing? Do they still exist? Yeah. But you you've got this new Captain America like. This is the time. Make Captain America four be well, about him reforming the Avengers. So, so this was my thought, right? So, obviously, we got introduced to Kang, right? So, my thing is, he's going to end up being the big bad mm-hmm. in, in Phase Four. Because this Phase Four starts possibly, not with a whimper, but with a Kang. Yeah, Had, trademark that. That's our title. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so, so obviously he's been introduced, right? He's got connections to Hawkeye, Fantastic Four, Vision, Thor, basically everyone that has their own movie coming up in Phase Four, even Spider Man, right? So I feel like he's going to be the new Thanos, quote unquote, you know, um, for Phase Four, maybe even further on, because again, we don't get him until one of the last things in. Phase right. four. Well, that's we won't get King the Conqueror. King the Conqueror. Yes. yes. So that's what I'm saying. So I think we'll see a bunch. We might see some Kangs and Spider-Man, <laughs> Doctor Strange, different yeah. things like that. But we won't get King the Conqueror until and not all Kangs are bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know. I I watched a video this week on YouTube that went through the Kang history, mm-hmm. and it, it it was 25 minutes long, and my head exploded. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it is very convoluted. So hard to grasp. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think with him being the big bad, we will then end up getting our 
new Avengers. You know, where where you'll have all these characters from Phase Four, maybe introduce, kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but introduce some new characters, mm-hmm. Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Possibly, well, Adam you know, Warlock. Because we've seen be him in, before oh, in Guardians. Yeah. In Guardians, Guardians too. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get someone like him involved late later on, um, maybe even during Guardians mm-hmm. three. I, I also three, find possibly. it very surprising that we don't have our Deadpool movie in in any slots. Yeah, because they confirmed right. they're making one. Yeah, right. I I think it might be like its own like the Deadpool universe. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like their that. timeline. I don't think that, <laughs> I, I I just don't know what they want to do with that. But yeah. I this is all well, kind of turning funny, into have, uh, that's something that I wanted to talk about oh, later. Oh, Ronnie. Uh-huh. Well, for me, this when is we get to that section. Though. All all of this is kind of turning into for me anyway. It's tr- it's looking like Crisis on Infinite Earths and Flashpoint. It's mm-hmm. looking like they're going to have some sort of nice reset. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see characters like Venom get incorporated into the mm-hmm. MCU. Um, you know, obviously they're moving with Blade and all the, the you know, the Netflix characters and yeah. all that stuff. So I can see all of this is leading to some sort of creation of Earth Prime, like the main Earth. Like Arrow just uh, – or Flash, they just addressed it that they were like, there's still a multiverse? What? Yeah. But this is still prime Earth. Like yeah, that's what right. Crisis did. It created one prime. Because obviously the TVA is still in effect, and we don't. We did see a statue of a Kang who's running it, but yeah. we don't know if it was Kang the Conqueror. If it was, right. you know, Kang's gone by a lot of names. He's gone by Ramatud, Immortus, right. uh, yeah. Iron Lad. There's a Council of Kangs. Yes, Council yep. of Kangs. So that that's where you get into like the the ancient one warns the Hulk about all this in Endgame. He's she was like, yeah. you change one thing, and suddenly. These splinter off from the prime timeline. Like, that's how far back they were planning this, which is incredible. See, Mm -hmm. and and this is why I want to pull on Ronnie's idea. I don't think we're going to see Kang as a big bad the way we saw Thanos as a big Mm -hmm. bad. I think the broken timeline is going to be the big bad. And that's the main obstacle to overcome. I think Kang will pop in and out in different places and will be big problems at times. But I I feel like the, the main issue is going to be resolving this timeline. I don't know because I feel like with the timeline that's that could be an easy fix to be honest with you. With, with maybe with you who, should get your own movie then. Yeah, right. <laughs> if it's an easy fix, I, I with who you have out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. With, with Doctor Strange, with Wanda out there, you have you know Ant Man and the Wasp being able to go to the Quantum Realm and all this kind of stuff. It's possible because now we're introduced to magic and right. multiverse and everything. I think the timeline could be, I mean, could be an easy fix. I think it's going to end up coming down to possibly even the new Avengers trying to fix the timelines. And then that's when Kang comes in. Okay. Kang the Conqueror. I can see that. And I think that's going to yeah. lead into uh, phase five. So we might get a little hint of him mm-hmm. at the end of phase four. Then and, and then phase five, I think that's where you'll see the... Captain America 4 with Sam and you know maybe that's when phase 5 will then turn into kind of like the Avenger phase Okay. see for me like watching the end of Loki obviously there's like Ronnie's saying it's an easy fix I, I agree just because the TVA is still a thing Yeah. like right. in all honesty they could always reconnect it I have a feeling season 2 of Loki is going to end with him taking over who? Loki. Loki taking over the like, TVA? Taking that spot that he was offered at the end of this season. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Him, him and Sylvie. S- uh, side note, I don't know if you heard this. Uh, the writers for Loki came out this week and talked about their season finale. Did you hear anything about this? No. Um, apparently, uh, Kang was not supposed to show up until the final few seconds really? in episode six. Yeah, yeah, they originally had it where... I mean, technically. They originally <laughs> had it where Miss Minutes took up the majority oh, yeah, of I the episode. Yeah. And um, Miss Minutes, it was sort of like a last temptation of Christ kind of approach where she was like, you know, look at all these things you could have. And she mm-hmm. showed him like... You know, here's she. She gave him a vision of like restoring Asgard and mm-hmm. ruling over it with Mjolnir yeah, and, and everything. Yeah, they showed him as king. And, yeah, yeah, like and they brought her and and then there was supposed to be and because if you remember, one of our main complaints about the last episode of Loki was that Loki was kind of sidelined. Mm-hmm. He just kind of sat there for it. Well, that's because of this because they intended to have it be all about Loki resisting the throne which would make sense for the character mm-hmm. arc um, with Miss Minutes. And then he was supposed to have a fight with Sylvie, like a big, big fight with Sylvie. Uh, and then Kang was going to be introduced at the very end. But because they had added time with the pandemic, they decided to shoot these scenes with uh, Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. um, and do all this stuff with Kang. So I, I'm a little disappointed. Not that we didn't... Not that we got what we got, but that they cut the things that they did. I really wish we had seen those things with Loki getting tempted and resisting, because that would have brought the character arc full, full, yeah. you know, full all the way around. You know, what would have been awesome if we had gotten the Spider Ham version, Kangaroo the Conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, other things I am expecting. Uh, yeah, multiple stories that don't rely on one another. So I expect we're going to have two, maybe three coexisting MCU timelines that don't cross. Okay. I, I can see that. You, you could you can have like your Disney Plus timeline. Yeah, like like cuz I I looking and at then, the list in the movies. Like how was how could She-Hulk possibly play a role in in all this or, or Moon Knight Moon like, Knight to a lesser extent yeah. um, it, it really depends on how they're going to interact with how these worlds these these universes are, are dealing with each other right so they could easily like in the in the comics Moon Knight takes his power from Egyptian gods and he's got like multiple personalities like he's he's a very complicated mm-hmm. character they could easily make it like the universe is trying to cope with all these new universes forming and like yeah. he's like taking parts of different universes. Like they, they've tweaked yeah. backstories before. Um, you know, they don't like Captain Marvel's a great example. They they completely redid Marvel mm-hmm. in that. Right. But um I don't know, like for She Hulk I would actually really like a courtroom drama with She-Hulk. I think that'd be a lot of fun because <laughs> I like seeing that stuff in in these superhero properties. But also at the end of the day, she's also gonna she can also go out and kick some ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she could fight Kane the Conqueror mm. to a point. But um, I don't know. Like some of this stuff, I really, I I want the Disney Plus shows to. I hate to say it. I don't want them to be mandatory viewing for me to enjoy no, the I, movies. I know, and I think yeah. we're there. We are there, unfortunately. Like, I would not... If I didn't watch any of these Marvel shows, I would not know what's going on in the Marvel movies. And I think that's... It's it's potentially a downfall of Marvel because a lot of people have Disney+, Plus, but not everybody does. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be the challenge to Marvel of trying to make these movies kind of standalone-ish because I, I think we can all agree that Black Widow 
is a standalone movie. And you it's don't the first have to, one in yeah. a long time. You yeah. don't have to have seen any other Marvel stuff in order to watch Black Widow. No. I would argue maybe just Avengers. May, yeah. May, yeah. Yeah. But for me, I think Marvel's gone too far down their rabbit hole at this point, and they maybe. are they are way too far. Like we go into those. One of the reasons we didn't like Black Widow as much is because. The references to the rest of the universe were, were few and far between. Yeah. We, we love that stuff. Because that's the thing, like, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix yeah, it. So, and you know, they, they've been do, they, they, they have their little niche where they they got it down. But I think where they're everything's constantly... together. Everything's together. <coughs> this is where I would love for them to get all those Netflix shows mm-hmm. into it's their opportunity. The continuity. Yeah. Just have have, obviously, there's no more of the, those shows aren't you know making anything anymore, Minus right? Iron Fist, yeah, <laughs> or at least have somebody new. Well, no, just go, I, who's that? It's Iron Fist. Oh yeah, you know they did it I with uh, War Machine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because because if you think about, it, I mean, you you have Daredevil, you have Luke Cage. They've all Jessica interacted Jones. with Spider Man. In the comics. In the comic, well, yes, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, well, like you can the same like, introduce them in into Queens. the MCU just based off of that. I would love a, and, a Spider-Man Disney Plus show, yeah, where he where he does just interact with these heroes, like these street level heroes, yeah. Yeah. like each That'd episode, awesome. kind of like a Batman Brave and the Bold type mm-hmm. story. Oh, I, I love, yeah. love Batman yeah. Brave and the Bold. You know, that'd I, be a lot of fun. I, I think that that's one of the things that they they should do. The MCU should definitely get those guys involved, mm-hmm. in some way or another, and then and then you can go ahead and then introduce because I know Luke Cage is getting a whole new series, comic book series. Yeah, oh, just, really? Yeah, they yeah. just reintroduced him. You know, so it's like it, perfect timing. Boom! You you get that, you get the hype of that and everything. You know, I I think it would be a missed opportunity if they did not introduce. Some of those characters. You know, it'd be really cool if they do when they announce their Avengers movie. I feel like if they're going to announce a new Avengers movie, it's going to be after Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. It'll be like one of those Doctor Strange will return in, and then they'll say the name of the movie like they did okay. for like Thanos will return in. Yeah. You know? So I would love it if they maybe like Avengers Multiverse War or something like that. <laughs> like some something like yeah. where they could justify. Imagine. Imagine the end game scene where all the portals open mm-hmm. and it's like all mm-hmm. the heroes and then mostly just faceless CGI armies. <laughs> Imagine if it was all these different heroes from different universes all united to defeat like a character, even if it's like a character like Kang. And yeah, it's a little redundant after seeing it, but mm-hmm. to, to see Sam Wilson yell out Avengers Assemble mm-hmm. for all these like random heroes, yeah. you, can, you can bring back old characters, you can bring back anyone just for this one scene for them to fix the right. multiverse and make it yeah. into one cohesive I, I universe. Mean, uh, all the and to go with that, I w- correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. Weren't all of the, like the defenders Avengers? At, 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 at some cer- point, at some point, the thing about you know? comic book teams, everybody's been on teams at certain points. Yeah. Um, Spider Man tried to get on the Fantastic Four because he thought they got paid. Yeah. Like that. That's a true. That's <laughs> like it? original comic <laughs> books. Like from the early days of spider-man spider-man's been on the avengers luke cage has been on the avengers like there's a lot of rotating doors west coast avengers you know the same thing happens in dc with justice league justice league international teen titans you know like that that's never that's like not a new the only Mm -hmm. some of them are a little inclusive like the x-men are very like you have to be a mutant spider-man's just sitting out there going oh you guys live in a mansion (laughs) but isn't he a mutant 
technicalities. <laughs> He's enhanced. <laughs> but so I, I have no problem with them. I, I think it would be a smart move. It's just, unfortunately, a lot of these actors have moved on to different projects. Yeah. You know, it's not like Matt Ryan and Constantine well, where they got him as soon as... You, <laughs> yeah, back up a truckload of money to, to yeah, you know, right? you know, Tony Ke- Stark's house, and he'll come out. Kevin yep. Feige did say he's not doing any long-term contracts anymore, yes. so he, that might be as part of this whole... Well, and, and if you you know think back to Iron Man, we didn't know how much we wanted Iron Man until we got Iron Man, and then we we're like, oh my God, Robert Downey Jr. is the best. You know, and Chris Evans. Chris Evans was like, you know, flou- floundering in like, you know, yeah. Fantastic Four movies and, and in The Losers. You know, he he wasn't. I like those movies. Oh, they're <laughs> they're likable. Yes. But they're not the hot commodity that these are. Mm. So we didn't know we wanted that. So um, the MCU definitely made people's careers. Yeah. Having said that, what I also expect is the young Avengers are going to assemble. Yeah, they've been yes. planting the seeds big yeah. time for that. And I think it's going to happen somewhere around Secret Invasion. Yeah. And here's why. Because here, here are the in the comics, here are the members of the young Avengers. Mm-hmm. You've got Iron Lad. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Kate Bishop's uh, fact, Hawkeye's kid. And Iron Lad is a version of Kang. Yes. Okay. You have Hawkeye's daughter, Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. You have Hulkling. Uh, now, I'm not saying these are all going to be on the Young Avengers. I'm just yep. saying who's in the comics. You have Kid Loki, which we already have. Yep. Miss America, who I, I don't know. We get every year. She's like, I don't know. I <laughs> we have No Var, which is Marvel Boy, which is why I'm saying it's coming when it's coming, because that will be right before the Marvels. Yep. Um, Patriot. Uh, who is uh, Isaiah Bradley's? Yep. Yep. Nephew. We have, pr- which Grandson. we've already met him, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Prodigy, who could be the first real X-Man in, you know, that would be a nice, easy way to ease the X-Men into it. You have Speed, which we already have. And Wiccan. And mm-hmm. Wiccan, where I have on here, yep. We have Stature, which is Cassie Lang. Who they just recast. Yep. Yep. And Vision. Vision is a part of the Young Avengers. Because that makes sense. Yeah, I know. He's four. So I was born yesterday. <laughs> this <laughs> that I, I can easily see the Young Avengers assembling and taking over the mantle of having those Avengers assemble the way we saw it previously. I, I I'd rather they they have these characters who I think I really want Sam Wilson to take over as the as the head of well, the Avengers. He's he deserves it at this point. I I don't think I think we will see that. I think though that we're going to see a few groups. I think we're going to see the Young Avengers, we're going to see Sam Wilson's Avengers, and we're going to see the Dark Avengers, which is you know what Madame Hydra seems to be. Putting I would together. love yeah. for them to do a new Civil War with Avengers versus Dark yeah. Avengers. I, I yes. think we're going to see these warring superhero factions in addition to these multiverse people yeah so it, it all depends on how long they want to go with this multiverse arc because that's kind of where they're, I they're think heading it's going for a long time there's there's a wealth of material for it um i i just don't want it to be the only focus i mean if kang the conqueror isn't coming until 2023 mm-hmm. in february i think we're we're in this for the long haul yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm glad they're kind of also leaning towards the more magical side of the marvel universe mm-hmm. it's it's it took a long time to get there. It's still not my favorite interpretation of, of magic. I love spell casting. Like it, Agatha Harkness right. was a big improvement. Yeah. Where, yeah. She, you know, she literally said, she's like, 
you have this natural magical ability. I had to work and learn these spells and do this. And like, I, there's just something so cool about characters reciting spells. Mm -hmm. uh, Constantine does it. Zatanna does all of her spells backwards, which has yep. always been a fun thing. So I really enjoy that they're getting away from the, the practical techie stuff. Mm -hmm. and and moving to that magical territory. I think we're going to see an influx of the magic. Because remember, what's the only way right now to travel between dimensions? Magic. Magic. The sling rings. I will also argue using the quantum realm. I'm they, getting there. Yes. I'm getting there. Um, right <laughs> now, the only roll. thing we have is the sling rings. There have been hints with the quantum realm. Now, in the comics... Reed Richards is the one that plays the important part in terms of restoring the multiverse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He he um in he designs the very first machine that can travel between realities. So I and and to see that Fantastic Four is sort of one of the final films in Phase Four makes sense then because I think we're going to see magic for a while, especially with the Darkhold and, yeah. and Wanda, and then I think we're going to see a return or at least a balancing out with science and magic in, in terms of restoring science. the multiverse. And I think it's Reed Richards is going to be heavily involved with that. Which yeah. I'm, I'm all about. I would also rather that they just introduce the Fantastic Four being an established team. They have their powers. Mm -hmm. We don't need to do the origin story. I hope you're right. Um, yes. They did it in uh, Avenger, uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Okay. I don't know if you ever – it's on Disney+. Plus. It's a, it's a great show. But again, another show where they gradually introduce and like they just introduced the Fantastic Four. Like yeah. they have powers. They're this. They yeah, do the same thing. Spider Man. We've seen it a couple times with yeah. Fant yeah. Four Stick. And it's only gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> like just have this is Reed Richards. He's a genius. Like, and he's here to help. He's got powers. It's a long story. We'll get to it. There this is Jessica few, Alba. There have been a few references to Reed Richards, haven't there? In Marvel, there was one in that, the MCU. Yeah, no. somebody mentioned. Everybody a, thought that it was going to be Reed Richards uh, in WandaVision. In WandaVision. Oh, because he said, yes. "I've got a friend who works in." Yep. Yeah, that's right. Jimmy Choo and, said that, and it turned out to be no one. Yeah. yeah, and then there was rumors that they bought the Avengers Tower that it was yeah. going to be the Baxter Building, but uh, supposedly that it might also be uh, Oscorp. So there's, okay. there's a mm -hmm. lot of different. Um, I also, okay. I've only got two more things in terms of what I expect, and then okay. I've got a wish list. Um, I expect Ravona, uh, Ravona, Ravona Renslayer is going mm -hmm. to be coming back, and I believe she will be playing some sort of romantic partner with a Kang. Okay. Because, because they, and they, there's yeah. precedent in yes, the comics. There is. Yep. Um, I don't know which Kang. I don't know where she's. Well, also, come in. so here, here's my thing that about might be that. season two of Loki. I don't know. So when Loki gets sent back to the TVA, he's yeah. obviously in a, in an altered timeline. Right. So it's more the Back to the Future rules. Like if you go yeah. back in time, you're you're in this timeline. So right. Ramona. Which I, by the way, I was rewatching Back to the Future two this week. It's still the best. It's still so yeah. great. It's still so great. It's and not best... as good as the first Back to the Future. Don't get me wrong. It's still, but it, it is. It establishes the rules of time oh, travel. It's so great. But um, that no one hears by Ravona, no. <laughs> Ravona, or Ramona, Ravona, Ravona. Ravona she left the TVA before any changes. Ravona's were made. only in the fourth grade. Yeah, <laughs> but Ravona left the TVA before any changes took place, so yeah. she mm -hmm. may be aware of how the TVA was. Mm -hmm. I could see her being a reluctant ally to Loki. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, and with variants, there can always be more than one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And then my last thing, and then I'll ask you guys if you have anything else. Um, I expect the Grandmaster to be creating some sort of interdimensional contest Olympics or something. Like I can that. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, Taika Waititi saying that 
Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is nuts. I can see Grandmaster playing a major role in just how nuts it is with him inviting all of these multi-dimensional people to battle it out. It'd be a lot of fun, actually. You can get your beta ray ray bills. We already saw in Shang-Chi trailer, we saw... uh, Abomination versus Wong. Yeah, Yeah. so I think we're headed in that direction. I'm psyched. How about you guys? Any other expectations? They're going to introduce Doctor Doom in Black Panther. Why then? Now, is that a wish list? Or is that something like that's you what like I'm speculating? Spec- that okay. is that is my speculation. That's my theory. That it would be the perfect time to introduce a warring nation with a sim- with a dictator. Mm. You know, it depends on how they want to. It depends on what they do oh, with Black yeah. Panther and T'Challa. Um, they, they're keeping it very hush hush. Oh, yeah. I know they they're still working on it. That's why they gave themselves plenty of, of breathing room. But I would love to see a Doctor Doom trying to invade Wakanda story. That's cool. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's a great way to introduce the character as Doctor Doom. We have not gotten Doctor Doom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make And with all this new magic and science stuff, he'd be the perfect character yeah. mm-hmm. to blend the two worlds. Because that's what he does. He does magic. He does science. I'd love it. Yeah. Ronnie? Um, I, I think I, I said before, right? Just get the Netflix to be yeah. part of the MCU and I I think keeping the smart thing for them to do is keep the D, the Disney Plus and the MCU tied together. Mm-hmm. I, I think if they branch away from that it, it's it's just not going to work. Like that's that's the thing that I wish the DCEU did was take the Arrowverse stuff and incorporate that. Well, they kind of the they DCEU. they kind of did. Yeah. There there's more I would argue that there's more of a, there was more of a connection with the Arrowverse stuff just from the Flash cameoing on it yeah. than there ever was with the Marvel Netflix stuff. Yeah, it, it was well, really yes, cool seeing. Was it Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, yeah, like that was really cool seeing, and I, I geeked we're gonna, out at that. And we're definitely going to see it again in Flashpoint. Yeah, yeah, once Flashpoint comes out, I think we might see some good crossover. I just my my I, we were talking before the show about this, and and I just feel like. DC did so much better when they were into individual franchises rather than doing sort of an extended universe. Like, a, you know, stick. you've got Wonder Woman. Stick with it. It's a Wonder Woman franchise, a Shazam franchise, a Batman franchise. They don't need to cross over and talk to one another. Yes, they do. I, um, I feel Justice like... League is so much better than the Avengers. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, you know... Well, not, not the movie. I'm saying... I know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the potential there, yeah. Yeah. Well, I what, I, you what I find ironic is... Both franchises, Marvel and DC, are both heading towards what looks like to be some sort of multiversal convergence for both of them. You got Flash heading towards Flashpoint where they've got Keaton and they've got Ben Affleck and like all these different things. And you've got Marvel, but DC... As long as they get George Clooney. I imagine. DC is heading towards it to to reboot, whereas Marvel's heading that way to add new things. Yes, that's fair. They're they're both on... That's accurate, which, Which sucks too because... No matter what side of the fence you're on, whether you're a Marvel or DC fan, you're both going to look at the other going, well, they're just copying. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, DC's been talking about it for a while, and now yeah. Marvel's really kind of leaning into it also. Um, I think the same, similar roads, just different destinations. And, and in the comics, both 
Marvel and DC have been known to do some sort of event that just wipes the slate clean. DC yeah. way yeah. more than Marvel. Yeah, DC, DC's done it a few. Because the new DC's 52 also and, New Fifty Two, Rebirth, yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths, like the the bigger names, Flashpoint, like all those really. When you've got all that many comic book writers working independently of one another, eventually there's going to happen some you know convoluted experiences and, and situations. Well, I mean, look at look at you, Superman alone. He yeah. got yeah. he got so powerful they had to make up powers for him so you gotta wipe the slate clean at some point and just go okay now we're starting 80 over. years yeah. of, 80 years of material yeah. and then of course like for superman they'll be like well here's earth 2 superman and he was like this right. was the golden age superman like they do fun stuff like that and they can do fun stuff like that mm-hmm. we want fun stuff like that so what do we wish for what's what's our the now that's what we ex- that's what i expect mm-hmm. what yes. are our wishes well, Ronnie made his wishes known about the, the Netflix, Netflix stuff. Um, well, I, I thought I, th- that was a wish list, right. but I also feel like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Okay. Yes. Good. I, I feel like in Superman. Oh my God, Ooh. Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, I was I got the poster right in front of me that says Superman. You know, um, Superman and Spider-Man fought, and Superman won. Just letting you know. Of course, well, he would win. Obvious. Why would me? Yeah, Spider-Man's not smart enough to know that guy kryptonite. He's Spider-Man also beat up a kid. Yeah, well, actually, Spider-Man did put up a good fight because he was helped by Lex Luthor and Doctor Octopus. Anyway, yeah. Ron, go ahead. Um, but no, because going back to Spider-Man's me like thinking 17. that Netflix shows will be a part of it, I think we will get mentions of Dare, at least Daredevil in uh, Spider-Man. So, somehow, some way, like in the background or something like that. I will build on that. And one of the things I wish for, I don't think this is going to happen, but oh God, I would geek out if it happened, is folded into the Young Avengers, the characters from Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. That'd be, that'd be a big I, I Have you guys watched either one? I watched Cloak and Dagger. No. I did not watch Runaways. I, I watched first season of both of those, and I have to see the second seasons of both of those. Mm-hmm. And they actually cross over at some point, too. Yes. Um, I loved those characters, and I, I thought that the storylines were so strong. I would love to see those people get folded in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, I would love to see folding in of, of not only those characters, but also seeing them interact with some of these bigger heroes. Yeah. Um, I want to see Venom in the MCU, however mm-hmm. they want to do it. Um, there's still always rumors, always rumors. You know, we didn't even talk about Morbius, which, yeah, for all we know, is part of the MCU. Yeah. Wouldn't it be neat to see Morbius work its way into Blade? Oh, that'd be great. That'd oh, be yeah. awesome. I, I mean, it, I, vampires do exist. We yes. we heard from Mobius, yeah. you know, the other and day. And also, uh, Michael Keaton is in Morbius. We saw him in the trailer. Yeah, that's right. Whether he's, or not he's he's Adrian yeah. Toomes is is up for debate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually one of the things I have on my wish list here is that Sony works out a deal with Marvel for more Spider-Man appearances and more Spider-Man characters in there. I wish they would all just play nicely. Oh, that's funny. Because that's kind of something similar I have. All right. Over here where Marvel can get the rights to do a Hulk movie. Oh, like a Planet Hulk? Uh, Anything. Anything. Just get the the rights from Universal to be able to do get Hulk more involved because I think he's one of the best characters that Marvel has to offer yet they can't do anything with it but now that we're having She-Hulk you know involved in the if if you didn't already know about this um, one of the reasons we haven't had a Hulk movie in the Marvel Universe is because Universal owns them yes so the very similar deal to Spider-Man, where they yes. get to use him, and they, I think Universal gets paid for yeah, it at no. some point. But so um, I, I, that would be a wish list where they okay. buy they buy him from Universal, 
and they're able to actually make a good movie, um, a good Hulk movie, whether, whether it's Planet Hulk doing something similar to kind of what you did about with a Black Widow, like, oh, what what is he doing, like, his time right. on Sakaar, um, on Sakaar and different yeah. things like that, you know, like, what what was he doing? You like, always I told you the stupidest Avenger. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would love to see, like, his fights again. I mean, you see on the um, the tower, the, the tower like all those different the previous uh, champions, previous oh, champions yeah. and everything. I mean, obviously he didn't beat all of them because he could only beat the champion before him. Oh, okay. You know, but like just right. <laughs> I had to do, I do that logic in my head. That's right? that's like the question. <laughs> right, you're in third place. You pass the runner in second place. That's what place true. are you in? First place. Third place. Second. second. I, I, I panicked. You passed the runner in second, so you're uh, in second. Yeah, so you're, in, right. you're the second person. Yeah. Okay, that right? Is. So that's a really <laughs> convoluted way to wow. explain it. But I'm just saying. So you, If we you have time, we'll have Ronnie explain his X's and O's theory. You know what I would love? What? I would love if they do some sort of multiversal battle like they did Endgame style, that they pull an evil Hulk. Like Kang oh, is yeah. like... Kang drops now, is, like is, a, like a world breaker Hulk. Is Red know. Hulk evil Hulk? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Thaddeus, that's, that's uh, Thaddeus okay. Ross. Okay. Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross takes on that. He's, yes, he's yeah. the Red Hulk. But imagine like Kang's like, I don't need to fight the Avengers. I can make them fight themselves. And he he dr- just starts opening portals. And one of them is like a Savage Hulk. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Oh man, oh that, Savage Hulk. Yes, I know. Savage that one. Hulk. Uh, World's War Hulk. Who? That's mm-hmm. the Hulk that comes back after Planet Hulk, and he well, almost destroys the entire world. Yeah. So like having that kind of like the 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 possibilities are endless. But like Ronnie said, Hulk was one of those characters that really got sidelined mm. big time, especially in Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Like don't get us wrong, we laughed when we first saw him. You know, sitting in the diner, and Ant Man's like, yeah. I'm so confused. But but my thing with the Hulk is the only thing I feel people remember is Puny God. God. Beauty, That's it. And Thor, yeah, and Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. So many stairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like like there's there's nothing that yeah. draws your attention to the Hulk, well, which is sad because he's the right. strongest Avenger. Cause that, well, because I think we're drawn more to Mark Ruffalo's uh, character more yeah. than the Hulk. Which is funny because I really liked the Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. I, I, I still stand by that movie. I have also on my wish list that the Inhumans never return ever again. <laughs> I'll disagree with that. I think the I think the Inhumans could be brought back into the yeah. fold after Eternals. God. Mm-hmm. I, I think if, if they want to try again. Um. <laughs> try again. They were just just as a refresher, if you guys remember, when they made the Inhumans, do you remember that they premiered the first episode on IMAX screens? Yes, because <laughs> they they originally it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's that bad. Um, I also have okay. Here's a big one, which is a little different. I would love to see a lot, a lot, a lot more diversity. And here's what I'm thinking. I just recently watched Shadow and Bone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. It was a little narratively confusing at times. However, the casting for it is just so amazingly impressive because there. Every character is like from different countries, different racial backgrounds, different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to just see so many different kinds of people in this one world. Um, there were, you know, we really haven't gotten any LGBTQ characters other than Loki's recent admission of being, you know, bisexual. Mm-hmm. 
I would love to see a tremendous amount more diversity because we've seen way too many just white males. I think they're they're making strides towards that. So yeah. I think they're on the right track with stuff like that. That's why Inhumans would be a really good uh, example or X-Men would be a good example because mm. I really want them to bring the X-Men into the Marvel Universe. Um, say what you will about the X-Men. They will. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that. I know they're, they're not sure how they want to do it yet, but I think... Oh, I could tell you. Oh, yeah, Ronnie? How, how are they going to bring the X-Men right, in? Ronnie, go for it. Because this is on my wish list. Oh. Deadpool. All right. Okay. Right, because we got the teaser, but it's not right, the, the... really official or anything like that. So that is my wish list, is to have Deadpool associated with the MCU. How? The time variance authorities Hold after him. He's holding <laughs> up a finger, guys. So, I think, I so, think the, right? TV, the TVA should be after him. So you have, obviously, just make, making small cameos in your PG-13 movies, different things like that, where maybe he's just in it. Maybe he doesn't say anything except for, like, chimichangas and stuff like that, <laughs> you know? But then also, X-Men, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Morbius, Blade, okay. R-rated movies. You can have Deadpool in those. Obviously, you probably won't. But I'm just saying, though, you're you're getting kind of more R-rated movies from the Marvel okay, now yeah. with these. I think Morbius things, so. is PG-13, though. I don't think it's been rated yet. Uh, probably not. But it could be R, though. They, Marvel has not had a good success rate with R-rated movies since Blade. Yeah, Blade Two. I'd argue. But, but, but what I'm saying though is is Morbius could be R. It almost should be R based off of the character. But you're having Blade. Blade is going to be an R-rated movie. I'd be surprised yeah, if it's right, not. Right now, Morbius is not rated. Yeah. It hasn't been submitted to the MPAA. So, so I, I think Marvel will... I, I, I'm saying Marvel, but I'm also saying Disney. <laughs> it, I think, needs to realize that you're buying these properties that 30-something, 20-something, 40, 50-year-olds know, love, and watch. They are able to watch a movie with a couple F-bombs, with some violence into it. Obviously, yes, you have your kids that are still going to probably want to watch it. But again... Timmy when he was seven. Yeah, right? <laughs> but but then again, how many kids do you know mm-hmm. are watching and reading, or, or reading, excuse me, comic books? Not that many. Okay. They're, they're all teenagers. Yeah. And up. So why can't you start making R-rated stuff if you're Marvel slash Disney? Okay. You know? You you could... Because if, if it's in a movie, you're able to kind of regulate who goes to see it. Mm-hmm. You know? You can't have a bunch of 10-year-olds going in. You I know? Mean, you, you, ha- you have to be 17 or older with a parent or this yeah. and that. So if a parent's willing to have their 10-year-old go watch the movie... No. <laughs> <laughs> To go watch this R-rated comic book movie, make the goddamn movie and make a lot of money. Language. Okay. Language. Did Cap just say language? <laughs> That's all right. We can't get an R-rated. Oh, that was only one. That was only one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Need two. Other things I'm wishing for. Uh, it was released this week from the writers of Loki that they actually filmed a fight between Loki and Throg. Release the Throg cut. That's funny. They did. It's it's in the can. So now they just got a that yeah, two we, minute we clip. Re- we released the Zemo clip. Zemo, Why yeah. Not, uh, the Throg oh, cut. That's funny. All right then. Um, I also have 
Uh, inclusion of the following uh, lesser-known Marvel characters. I think these people should be in there. Valkyrie. Uh, in, in addition to Morbius and Blade, uh, we should have uh, Bessie the Vampire Cow, also known as Hell Cow. Hell Cow should absolutely be canon. We should also have the character of Lester Verde. Are you familiar with him? Lester uh, Verde? Vaguely. Also known as Dr. Bong. And they should be battling the living eraser, who is just who you think it is. I stopped recording. (laughs) In addition to this, I would also like to, my wish list is for the very first Marvel DC crossover to happen in phase four. It will never do it. Forks on the left. Oh, yeah. A (laughs) A comedy of manners with Alfred... And Jarvis. And Jarvis. That's going to end I, phase four. I'm telling you, Forks on the left is these two in a in a, in a a world of absolute chaos. Oh, what a goddammit. In, in a world of chaos and confusion of a multiverse, Jarvis and Alfred are here to say Forks. Now, does the fork go on the inside or the outside? The fork goes, well, it depends. If it is the salad, salad fork, fork, it goes on the far outside. Yes. And then the dinner fork. And the dessert fork goes at the top. Yes. So, fan feedback and, and Friday the today. And the, <laughs> and the spoon and the knife go on the right side. Knife first, then yes. spoon. And the blade faces into the plate. I'm just going to edit this all out. <laughs> <laughs> no, the blade faces but what if you go to grab the salad cut yourself on top? See, this is why we need forks on the left. <laughs> this is why people tune in after tune out after like 45 minutes. <laughs> but I think All that's right. pretty much yeah, going to wrap. That's my wish list. Do you have anything else on your wish list? No. Oh, I did have oh. wait, I did have one more. Sorry. Ronan. Ronan as Meaning in Hawkeye. Hawkeye's Ronan. Hawkeye's Ronan. Because we we got a little taste of it. They're going to retire or kill him by the end of Hawkeye. No, they will not. You also said Loki was going to die at the end of season one. <laughs> he got pruned. <laughs> exactly, he didn't die. A lot of Lokis died that day. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Lokis died. And had died. their hands no. bit off. I, I, whether it's a movie or whether it's a season two or whatever, I I think what's going to end up happening is because we have um, Yelena, right? Is that how you yeah, say her Yelena. name? Um, going to most likely be... In Hawkeye, the series. Yes. I would not be surprised if at the end of it, he's now turning into Ronan and ending up uh, teaming up with uh, Madame Hydra, U.S. Mm. agent, and Yelena. See? Knowledge, don't th- hate me. <laughs> I really liked you to begin with. So. I know. But you can still not hate me. <laughs> that's fair. But uh, that's going to wrap us up for our Marvel discussion. We do have our Fan Feedback Friday. It's Friday. It will Friday. be really interesting before you get into that to revisit this episode in like a year. Oh, I'm psyched. Oh, I'm yeah. going to re- re-upload it And see it how people. correct I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were. Even by December to, to revisit this. Yeah. That would be interesting. Watch tomorrow like all this news and trailers drops. We're just like, dang it. <laughs> We were completely wrong. Can so, you guys come back over to record? <laughs> Edit. Fan, <laughs> feed, fan Feedback Friday. All right. So today's question was, what is the greatest live action superhero TV show? We had a couple of responses. Uh, we had 
Amazon's The Tick for two seasons. That that was a good show. I did see bits and pieces of it. To see, oh yeah, if you, uh, it's fantastic. What's his name plays um, uh, one of the main villains in it from the uh, Watchmen, uh, Rorschach. Oh, Haley, oh, Haley really? Joel, not Haley Joel Osment. Jackie Earl, Jackie <laughs> Earl, Jackie Earl Haley. Thank yeah, you. there it is. <laughs> Haley and three Haley names. Joel I got Osment this. Was in uh, the boys. Yeah, he was in the boys. Yeah, he he he's in the tick and he's a riot. Mm. The tick. I cannot promote the tick enough. You really yeah. need to see it on Amazon. It was a shame. I always like the one get. with uh, Patrick Warburton. <laughs> From yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, that that one was okay for an episode or two. This one is, it's such a full complete story that that comes full circle as well yeah. I, I would encourage you to watch both seasons on amazon okay uh heroes which uh, i know i was a, so I was a terrible huge, the uh, the original show was really good heroes were born yeah i've heard oh, yeah that. heroes were born was terrible we were so excited ronnie and i watched all of it yeah wow. i think we almost unfortunately started, we almost started the podcast back up at that point yeah for it because worse we wanted than, to worse than make humans. fun of it I did not see Inhumans because I heard how terrible no, it was. No, so I don't know. Her- Heroes oh, Reborn was not worse than Inhumans. Okay, it, it's still really bad, but Inhumans is just a whole level of bad, especially just because yeah. it has the Marvel name to it. Oh God! And there's a, your main character doesn't speak; he just glares. No, he he does sign language. Oh, barely. That's not sign language. That's like just just wildly gesticulating once in a while. No, it, like they had their own. They made their own language for Black Bolt and Inhumans. But he only spoke that language because he was like by himself. Most three of the words as an episode. But he was by himself most of the time. That's the problem. <laughs> so that's again a design flaw of the show. Oh yeah, show. absolutely. So we'll see another. Uh, that we had uh, Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Arrow is very. Are good you going to make me defend this on air right now? No, we love Arrow. We're big fans yeah, of Arrow. It is. It. It was one of those shows that went through a lot of highs and lows, but always was. And it bowed out gracefully. It yeah. did. Yeah, it did. Um, unlike the Flash that just did uh, <laughs> light, lot, lightsabers uh, with Speed Force. Oh, good lord! Speed Force lightsabers. But um, we would love to hear from you guys, Ronnie. How are some ways that people can get in touch with us? Well, you can find us on Facebook. Just look up the Multiverse Fancast or even the Misfit Faction. Speaking of which, you can check out the website, themisfitfaction.com, where you can find Rob's articles on uh, everything from Loki to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Venom, Venom, which was his favorite of all time. You know, all those great stuff on there. And soon to have What If episode recaps and reviews. Definitely. And also, you can find us on Instagram, The Misfit Faction. And you can check us out on YouTube, The Misfit Faction Media Network, as well as on the Twitter. On the Twitter. The Twitter. On the Twitter. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Yes. All of our brand new episodes get uploaded almost automatically to all those different platforms. Yes. If you guys... Uh, have an iPhone, you have Apple Podcasts, you could be listening mm-hmm. to us and like, right comment. now. Yeah, like right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> comment, subscribe, uh, all that jazz. It really helps us out. It puts us higher up on the rating so that people can see us and, you know, algorithms and Facebook yeah. and all that stuff. So the more you guys interact with us, the better it is. Like, subscribe. Like, mash. comment, and subscribe. Not only that, mash but like, that likes. think of it as we, we, we do this for free, right? We're, we're, we for don't, funsies. For funsies, he right? pays me. What are you talking about? You don't what get the, paid? What the you guys are getting paid. <laughs> but yeah, like we do this for free. So the best way to kind of spread this to all your friends and everything is to definitely just to share it. Whether If you like it, share it. If you don't like it, you don't have to. 
but still do because that's so nice. Why are you so nice. then? <laughs> exactly. You know, but that's the way that we kind of get around. In order for us to be able to give you more content and better content, obviously we need to grow. So the best way for us to grow is for you to share our episodes, to like them, download them, and all this stuff with all your friends and family. And now that we've appealed to your humanity, I think that's going to wrap us up for tonight. So as always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. I'm Rob. And we'll be back in a flash. Morgan's Borg! See ya. (laughs) So loud.